Friday, June 25th. Where were you 25 years ago? I was 19, just finishing up my, uh, not f- I had just finished my, my freshman year of college. And a month later, June 25th, 1996, Reasonable Doubt by a guy named Jay-Z was released. Now, being in the epicenter of hip-hop culture in my life at that point, you know, I, I, I knew what was going on. I was ready for this album. I got, it for the, I got it the day it came out. But many people were not aware of Jay-Z when Reasonable Doubt dropped. And, and some people not even aware until two albums later when uh, Volume 2 dropped with Hard Knock Life when he really you know, elevated and that still to this day is his uh, highest selling album. Obviously, the music industry has changed since then, but you get the point. I recall like going to my hip hop friends and telling them, yo, this album, this guy, something's happening here. Check it. And what proceeded to happen over the next, I don't know, five years or so through college, a little bit after college, you know, when we were in that time of life where people gathered around to listen to music more often. I always said like there was this 80% Jay-Z reasonable doubt rule that like whatever room you're in when we're like looking for music to play, there's like 80% chance that reasonable doubt is going to be the one that goes on. And 25 years later, I have the similar, a similar feeling about it, obviously. My tastes have grown and changed and whatnot. No more Big Willie. My game has grown before you call me William. But in terms of listenability, there's nothing like reasonable doubt still for me. There, there's, there's never, ever a time or a mood or a place or an environment or a group of people where I don't want to listen to this album. I've never not wanted to listen to Reasonable Doubt. It just gives me a feeling that I think no other album ever, ever has, right? Like 36 Chambers, Cuban Links, Liquid Swords, similar feelings, right? Illmatic, The Infamous, I get a similar feeling when I listen. Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders, even an early De La album like Three Feet. Similar feeling. Reasonable doubt, nothing like it. And you know, my, my, my tastes and my lists have changed over the years to the point where I'm, I'm you know, for the last, I don't know how long, I'm, I'm fairly firm on like my top four albums of all time. Reasonable doubt is one of them. I've said for even longer than that, that Reasonable Doubt is the greatest solo album ever made. Yes, better than Illmatic. Yes, better than Ready to Die for me. I understand if you like those better. This is subjective. But 25 years later, like the fact that I still feel the way I do about it and it hasn't wavered at all. In fact, it's grown my feelings towards this album. Like every single time I put it on, I'm I'm just in this world that he created through these 14 tracks. And it's 14. Real hip hop heads know that the first 500,000 copies that came out had 14 tracks. And then once they had to do a reprint because people were buying it, they added the bonus track, uh, track 15. So those 14 tracks that Jigga created then, they still just do it for me like, like nothing else. And you know, the, the more that I think about it and I'm like on a day like this where I'm listening to it all day and just really am thinking about it, 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 it 
like it's got all the shapings for me to say, yeah, this is my favorite album of all time. And, you know, I'm not willing to say that right now because, you know, Low End Theory, Cuban Links, and 36 Chambers certainly have a, an argument. And on their special days, you know, I may be thinking that, that, that the, one of those three might be. But, like, this album is so special and so special to me. And, you know, the, the thing that I've always said about this album in, in terms of Jay-Z's career, most other debut albums are incredibly raw because the artist is super young inexperienced in life and just like hungry and the production quality they might not be able to get the the high-end producers or the high studio or the best studios for studio time for mixing and engineering so there's a rawness to 36 chambers to Illmatic to ready to die that is more refined in Wu-Tang Forever, Life After Death, and um, it was written, for example. Reasonable Doubt, though, as an MC and as a whole product and a, and a body of work is so incredibly polished. And Jay-Z as an artist is so mature that like, I think it's his most mature, even though it's his youngest he's ever been on a record, which is so strange to think about. It just doesn't make sense he had, you know, he seems to have so, so many life experiences. I think it was 25, which is kind of old for a debut album in the hip hop game. So he had, he, he had more life experiences than say Nas at 18 when he did Illmatic, right? But the, the maturity of, of Mr. Carter uh, on this album has always been something that is uh, incredibly impressive to me. So that's really it. Just uh, 25 years later, still banging, still bumping it, still loving it. And like I said, there's no album that makes me feel start to finish the way this one does. It is just so incredible and so well done and just a, a real moment in hip hop. And the beginning of what we now see, looking back, was the the, the beginning of the, the, the greatest rock star to ever pick up a microphone in uh, Sean Carter. So... Respect, love, admiration, fanfare, all of it for a reasonable doubt on this uh, June 25th, 2021, 25 years later. <laughs>